What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Mongols Podcast, sponsored by Roughneck Scarves. I'm Mike. With me is Kevin Josh. Coming up, we'll catch up on what's been happening over the past few weeks. We'll check in with Hounds owner Tuffy Schallenberger to get his thoughts on the season and what might be going on between now and 2019's kickoff. Let's go! Can you believe that, guys? No, I mean, that, that is no, one of the crazy sequence of events we've seen in quite a period of time. In the top right corner, gentlemen. Out to the middle, back to Hey guys, how's it going? Good. Hi, Mike. <laughs> uh, it's been one one week. We took one week off, and I'm like, like I don't, I don't know. We get all giddy. It's, this is, I don't know. <laughs> I feel rusty already. I feel like I, I like, I'm like, what, what's a podcast? What are we doing here? Yeah. How do I, how do I do this? <sighs> Josh, what you, what are you, what were you up to this past week? Oh, um, man, this it's all been a blur uh, for some reason. Uh, have we talked since Halloween? I don't think so. No. Okay, so I had a Halloween party. That was fun. Dressed up as uh, Raphael from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles because I'm a nice. child. Uh, it was, was one it, of those. Was that a new? Was that a new costume or was that a recycled costume? It was a new costume, my friend. Nice. <laughs> it nice. was a go to the because we had our Halloween party after Halloween. Uh, which, by the way, if you're looking for the cheapest possible costume, that's the way to go. Because then you go into like Party City, and they have all their costumes for like 50% off, 75% off. They're just trying to get rid of it all. So I'm just like walking through the aisle. I'm like, what can I piece together for this party? <laughs> and I found what? an adult Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle costume. I'm like, all right, that's easy. Josh, now I have to ask. Do you do the rest of your holidays this way? Do you just like have <laughs> your entire year-long holiday calendar just offset by like five days? No, but I mean, it, if it's you not did, a good idea. Like turkey, you might win like off. a Nobel Prize. <laughs> yeah, like that's that, that's genius. It, it was definitely great for Halloween, uh, but yeah, I, I do not do that for the rest of the holidays. But I do. You, it's always smart after start. the holidays go to the stores and get like all that stuff half off. You know what I mean? Like you can get yeah. decorations, lights, trees, everything. Yeah, it's genius. See, people come for the soccer, and we give them life advice. This is fantastic. You're welcome. Kev, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Kev, what what uh, what were you up to the past two weeks? Uh, I was actually back in Pittsburgh for a quick second. Uh, what? Came back for uh, yeah, my my good friend's wedding, um, and it was a good time. A uh, very exhausting trip, but uh, it was really good uh, to see him uh, and. Uh, yeah, I feel like Pittsburgh has changed a lot. I mean, I, I saw a brief glimpse of it. I mean, but I haven't lived in Pittsburgh for like six years. So, and I, you know, I've, I've, I've seen glimpses of it, but this was like kind of the first proper time I've, I spent like a weekend in, you know, the neighborhoods of Pittsburgh. So, um, yeah, lot, lots changed, but I enjoyed it. It was, it was really good to be back. I see where your priorities are. You come back for a friend's wedding, but not for a Hounds playoff game. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's cool. That's <laughs> he cool. knew this was happening, too. He was like, uh, I'm going to mention that I was in Pittsburgh. I'm going to get crap all, for it. Only, there's only so many days I could take off. Uh, yeah, yeah. You need a new job, Kev. When his, let's, put it, let's put it this way. Let's put it this way. There's going to be... I mean, well, let's put it this Hopefully, there's not... My friend isn't going to get married again. And and hopefully... and But there's going to be more home playoff games. So, yes. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. See how I pulled it back around? There you cheap. go. Yeah. You, you, you tried. And you're not going to be at those ones either. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Day for yeah. moving, moving on. Moving on. Um, I spent last week in New York City, which was fun. We took the kids for the first time. They had never been, and I was a bit terrified taking three kids ages 6 to 11 into New York. But uh, overall, it was good. They got to ride the subway for the first time, and we had to tell them, don't touch anything, because they want to touch everything. <laughs> everything. everything. Um, but uh, we, we went to the uh, Hayden Planetarium, which was cool, and got to see like a whole planetarium show uh voiced by neil degrasse tyson kevin nice. your yeah your guy did, did what did they think about that oh they thought it was amazing actually so once we got back they we've been doing astronomy as our science in homeschool and so that was like the whole thing was about dark matter which was just like like so awesome. much stuff i didn't know and um what i didn't realize is that right up the street st vincent college they have a planetarium that apparently neil degrasse tyson endorsed and they have free shows like every three weeks. 
And so I immediately got on the phone. I was like, can we get to some of these? They were like, yeah. So we got tickets beginning of December. We're going to go to two planetarium shows there. And like the kids oh, are just awesome. hooked now. So it's, yeah, it was, it was, if you're ever in New York, that planetarium for certain, the kids kept calling it the death star. Cause it looks like a death star, <laughs> like inside a big glass dome, but, or in a cube. But no, it was it was perfect. Um, it rained a few days, but we did the Statue of Liberty. We did Rockefeller Center, Times Square. Saw Aladdin, so it was it was just a lot of fun. Nice. Um, but uh, yeah, so, saw saw the show Aladdin. You didn't see Aladdin flying. No, 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 no. There was a guy dressed up as Aladdin <laughs> up next to like the scrubby Elmo that's in Times Square. I would say Times Square I'm sure has an Aladdin. <laughs> it has an, uh, they it's have an odd everything. highlight. It's an odd highlight to we, say, yeah. We, we saw we saw Times Square Aladdin. Yeah. So the reason why we went is uh, Kevin and I's other brother live in New York. And so when we went to Times Square before we went in, he turned and looked at the kids like dead in the eye. He was like, look, there is an Elmo. There is a stormtrooper. There is like Buzz Lightyear. Don't talk to them. Don't touch them. Don't make eye contact. Like... They want to take your picture and they want to take your money. They are not the real ones. Just keep walking. <laughs> Man, like a hard life lesson about buskers. Like, yeah. not to trust a busker. Like, no, you cannot go up to them. They are here to make money. They're trying to get through college. Don't let them. <laughs> <laughs> well, at one point, the six-year-old turned to me. He's like, Dad, that doesn't really look like Elmo. I was like, no, keep walking. Keep walking. You're fine. He's on to him. <laughs> yeah, he, he's got it figured out. But uh, but no, it was a good trip, and uh, and like I said, it wasn't too hot. It rained a little bit, but we were fine. So, but I'm more than happy to be back, back in the swing of things here before Thanksgiving. Um, and yeah, there's just so much going on. Even though the season's over, uh, Louisville won the cup again, and uh, yeah, yeah, you know, I I mean. I, I guess I'm happy because a team from the East won it again. Like, it sort of validates it. And the fact that we beat Louisville also sort of, like, validates our place a little bit. Um, it'd be a lot worse if, you know, we didn't, like we said, if we hated the Coopers um, and the Barrel Proof guys, but we don't. So kudos to them. As I say, following Mourinho's logic, doesn't that mean we're the best team in the U.S.? <laughs> <laughs> it works. It works, yeah. Um, so that happened. Uh, and obviously we were off last week. I hope everybody went and listened to Lar Allen's interview with Mark Asher Goodman. Um, I listened to it. It was amazing on so many levels. Yeah. Um, definitely, definitely go check that out. Uh, so much, so much good stuff there. Um, and the league started to announce some awards as well while we were off. So Coach Lilly was announced as a finalist for the USL Coach of the Year. Along with um, is it Clotier from Orange City and Alan Koch from Cincy, um, so they haven't announced the winner on that yet. Greenspan was named to the USL First Team, and he was announced as a finalist for Defender of the Year. And then they announced this afternoon that that went to Forrest Lasso of Cincinnati. Um, yeah, exactly. But it was Greenspan <laughs> along with Paco Craig at Louisville and Lasso at Cincy, and honestly, all three of those guys were just huge. So yeah, it's good company. To- yeah, so kudos to Greenspan for getting there. Forbes was named to the USL second team. Um, yeah, so, I mean, even though the season's over, you know, the Hounds are still being recognized for the season that was. That's fantastic. Uh, the other big news that dropped today is that, you know, we already lost Penn FC or Penn 15 to League One. Now Bethlehem's not playing in Bethlehem next season. Josh, you were sort of following this a little bit closely. What's going on here? Yeah, so uh, some people might not realize, but their stadium that they've been playing at, Lehigh Valley, doesn't have lights. So they weren't technically compliant with the regulations for D2, and they were pretty much told, you can't play there this next season. So if you can't play there, you have to find somewhere else. Well, they looked and looked and looked for somewhere in Lehigh Valley. They couldn't find anything, so they decided to go back play 2019 at a union's stadium so they're called bethlehem steel but they're not playing in bethlehem uh they'll be playing 20 or no more like 30 minutes outside of philadelphia so yeah that really sucks for the fans there i can't imagine being like told like hey your team's moving an hour and a half away sorry <laughs> it's like yeah. uh, that sucks well and there was a lot of chatter on twitter about you know, the Bethlehem fans were rightly upset and the union fans were like, suck it up. We don't care. You're our B team, which is just, it's just rough. Um, you hate to see 
you don't want to say a fan base losing a team, but when the team moves an hour and a half away, like that's kind of when it feels like a little bit. Um, so we'll see what happens. I mean, I think not that this sort of, you know, lends more, lends more credence, Josh, to your whole argument about having B teams in the USL championship, but like this almost feels like a league one type move where it's just like, if you can't have a stadium, like, you know, the Red Bulls went through it last year where they were playing at Red Bull Arena and then they said, you know, you can't play there anymore. So they moved them to another stadium um, that met the needs of the USL team. But it's rough. It's it's the USL still trying to figure all this out. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it sucks because that is uh, all about the atmosphere. I mean, you can't have a good atmosphere when your stadium holds like 20,000 people and you're only raking in like 3,000 people. So if that's the case, you're, the, the atmosphere is going to be terrible there. It's going to feel empty and just hollow. And all the people who have been supporting this club and trying to make it grow are now way far away. And most of them aren't going to make that trip. I mean, I wouldn't make that trip every single week or every other week, I should say. It just It's not feasible for them to. So, I don't know. It's just bad all around, and it's a bad look. I mean, it's going to be the first year of the USL Championship League, and we're going to have team playing at its, you know, parent club's stadium and being kind of a bad atmosphere, which is what New York had for a while, and that sucked too, so... Well, and it's it's the opposite. I mean, we've we've been saying for years that when you look at sort of the way for two teams to be built, we've been saying Bethlehem has been like the poster child for that, where you go into a town that maybe has some history, maybe not, but they don't have a team, and you brand it for that local town, and it may be a two-team, but it's not Seattle 2. It's Bethlehem Steel, and everyone knows that it's part of the system, but... Bethlehem as a town can get behind the team, whereas, you know, Seattle 2 playing somewhere, it's very difficult to get behind when you have a Seattle 1. Um, so it just it stinks to have this happen. And, and hopefully they can get it straightened out and the team can end up back in Bethlehem the following year. Um, we'll see. You know, keep your ear to the ground. We've been talking a little bit to Evan from the USL show to sort of get his thoughts on things. And, yeah. and they did say that they're going to play probably like two games next season at lehigh valley somewhere they're gonna try to find a place where they can play a couple games you know back in where their home team's from apparently like but uh the rumor or the kind of like the thought process is maybe where they find a place to play they could accommodate that place for the next season and maybe that's where their permanent home will be but who knows i mean they could just lease out a stadium for a weekend and that's the one time they play there and that's the only time they play there so it's it's kind of like eh, it's it's just unfortunate yeah well i think that's enough of talking about other teams let's talk about this team a little bit toughy schallenberger team owner was uh happy and or i shouldn't say happy he was kind enough he was happy what am i saying he was kind enough to drop by and talk <laughs> Shall we with just us? start the podcast over <laughs> just start it over start it over <laughs> Uh, what happened was, is we actually just finished talking to Tuffy, and I'm still sort of like floating because of it. So let's some of it. us just finished. I'm yeah, just saying. Josh, <laughs> Josh, Josh had some technical difficulties and missed it. But um, let's let's throw to the interview, and we'll come back and, and talk about some reactions from it. Tuffy, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. It's been a while. It, it has been a while, but, uh, you know, we know that you, you've been busy, um, a lot going on in the season, so we didn't want to hassle you at all, you know, while the, while the team was playing. Um, but, you know, obviously things went really, really well this year. I know that, you know, the, the, the playoff loss was difficult, but overall, we talked about it last week or two weeks ago, that in terms of what we had envisioned for this season, you guys definitely, you know, exceeded sort of everything that we were hoping for. In terms of, you know, how things played out, what did, you know, you do, what did the front office do differently this season? And, you know, maybe what did you guys learn through it? Because it definitely felt different this year, not just on the field, but off the field as well. Yeah, well, I mean, well, we'll, we'll, We'll say well, not really, really well. Okay. We'll just go with well. Okay. Because <laughs> really, really, we would have uh, we would have been watching ourselves on ESPN too the other uh, the other day there, but uh, but no, no, the season it, we we did it, it progressed it progressed positively. Um, it's exactly uh, 
what I'd hoped for, what we worked for over the past few years. Um, and, and I think it's it's one of those things where you got you got to continue to progress in a positive way, and we we've struggled with that over the the past few years, uh, just learning. Um, but we may as well cut right to the chase and. It, you know, bringing Bob in, Bob Lilly, there, there's no doubt. I mean, that has been the that has been a game changer mm-hmm. in so many different ways that it, your show isn't long enough. Um, you get, uh, you know, from just changing the culture, you know, in the locker room. Well, let's start there. You know, the the, the culture change, and you've seen it immediately, and and you felt it immediately. It was, uh, and unless you experienced what we've gone through over the past few years internally, it, it's hard to describe. But it was just a feeling that this is different, mm-hmm. and it, and it wasn't weeks; it was days, and it was like, wow, is this the way it's supposed to feel? And 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 from there, it just you knew this thing was going to start turning and going the direction that we have, that I had wanted for since I got involved. And, uh, it just, everything just started changing. And, you know, then it, it wasn't, but a couple of weeks that we had talked, we talked about the rebranding and that for years. And we all knew it needed to be done, but it was like we were in a rut and, you know, you get depressed because it's you just we just couldn't get going, you know. And and then when he got in there, and you could just feel it immediately mm-hmm. changing, and and then it was like you know somebody brought we we what about this rebrand? It's like you know it's time. It's do it now. And 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 I can't remember the exact amount of time, but maybe six weeks, eight weeks. We did that whole rebrand. Um, which, you know, it, it was crazy. I mean, the team, you know, the, everybody involved, um, you know, we got the right people involved and, and it was just, it was, it was just, everything was so fast paced, but sometimes that's, a, that, that's good. Sometimes it's bad, but you know, we knew we had to have it, it had, it was time and it was just in your gut. It was time because everything was changing. Nobody knew it was changing, but we knew it was changing because, the locker room was changing and the, the, the attitude was changing and it was, it was, it it just felt good. So, you know, we went right into the, uh, you know, went right into the rebranding and then I think that just started fueling everything. And, uh, then it just, there was just a different vibe. Mm -hmm. And so I guess it comes down to, you know, then, you know, we, we went down there, you know, first game down there in Nashville. And, uh, you know, I, I can remember the second half, just, you know, there were so many opportunities, you know, I thought we should have come, you know, could have, should have come away with her with a win. And, and I think from that point on, it was like, this is, this is for real, you know, finally, this, this is for real. When you get down there in front of 15,000 people and the atmosphere was just insane. And and even coming out with a tie, but the way we played, you, it, we knew right then it was going to be a special year, and uh, and the, it was just it was different, and and it continues to be different. Um, so, it, it, I think it just brought more, as far as the front office, it's it's just it winning builds confidence, you know, and and when you're confident, even the front office is like, oh, it's easier, you know, your sponsors, your your partners are everybody's getting excited and that 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 energy that it just keeps it just gets everybody going more and more and hey we're still making mistakes i mean uh, i've said it a hundred times you if you're not making mistakes you're not doing anything mm-hmm. but uh we're definitely uh we're definitely got things going in the right direction it's it's funny because you know we've all sort of been through some of the past few seasons that obviously haven't gone the way that you know you would hope or the fans would hope and it's almost after just one year 
I mean, people are already talking about the Hounds as if, like, you know, we've been this team like this for years. And I think a lot of that can be attributed to sort of the stability that, you know, A, Bob brings, but B, I think you guys did a fantastic job of backing that up in terms of the marketing. And, you know, I mentioned on previous shows, getting the guys to the Penguin games and getting the Pirates involved and TAE and KDKA and all of that and just sort of growing the presence within the city. Um, I think it's just it's clear you guys are taking that next step. And I think that we're all really just excited to see, you know, where we go from here. And, and I think, you know, in a season of, of tons of, of highs, I think obviously compared to the past few seasons for certain, um, you know, the team and you guys have established, have, have accomplished a ton looking back over 2018, you know, what was your personal most memorable moment from the past year? Well, there was a there was a lot. I mean, like I said, Nashville. Just you know, I went to that game. Um, that that was, I think, sitting there. You know, dis, disappointed that we didn't come out of there with a win. I mean that that was that was memorable because maybe a year or two before that, it was like, you know, wow, you're happy you didn't lose. You know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and when you start losing that that um, that feeling that, you know, Pittsburgh is – you're expecting to win. <laughs> you're disappointed when you don't win. You know, it, it gets to the point – it got to the point sometimes where, you know, oh, you were satisfied with it. You know, oh, man, if we could just go down there and get a tie, that would be great. You know, now it's – Boy, you get down there. If if we go anywhere and we don't come home with a win, you're disappointed, and and that's just the way it's all changed. And um, but I mean, you know, down there winning in Louisville. Um, yeah. <laughs> when's the last time that happened? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it's just you expect that now. I mean, you just expect everywhere you go. Going into Cincinnati with twenty thousand people and. You know, I can't remember some of that, that one game. What we outshoot them eighteen to four. Or something. I mean, should have, you know there was plenty. A lot of those ties we we left we left points. We left a lot of points this year, uh, which was 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 frustrating. Uh, but you know, we there weren't too many games we weren't in. That's for sure. So there there was a lot of good moments, and and unfortunately, one of the the, the one of the, the you know you got to have bad bad moments too and you know it, losing up that game was so i mean that was one of the most emotionally hard things i've gone through since i've owned this thing because you know i just want to give the i just wanted so bad to give the fans a win you know and it was just that the atmosphere and you know i just wanted so much and and to uh, it was just uh, that was devastating so that was probably the, the down moment of the season but there was there was a lot of there was a lot of memorable uh events that happened along the way this year i was gonna say to kind of follow up on that um maybe maybe could you talk a little bit about your kind of game day experience for that first you know home playoff game in spite of all the weather in spite of you know everything around that game. I mean, it's the stadium and the energy around that was was kind of electric. I mean, what was your what was your kind of memories? Let's let's say like pre final whistle. I mean, could you talk a little bit about like the passion and the support for that first home playoff game? Well, I mean, like I said, leading up into it a week ahead of time, you're you're looking at the weather forecast <laughs> because I knew, <laughs> you know, and, and it and it did it called it for the whole. The whole week it was just oh my it's gonna rain it's gonna rain. Uh, I our our pre-sale was was very very good. I mean it was it was probably the best ever. Um, and we were you know we were shooting it was like you know our normal walk up 700, 800. You know I said oh man playoffs hopefully you know fifteen hundred. You know maybe we're gonna shove six thousand people in here with standing room and and I think the weather uh, you know definitely hit us a little bit there on the walk up but uh, the 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 atmosphere was well. You guys, you guys was there. I mean, it was just, you know, besides DC United that time, it was. And I think this, this, the energy for this game was even more intense than even with DC United. I mean, it was just, 
it was it was the feeling that I was hoping for since I got involved. I mean, and but but the thing of it is, we got to continue that. You know, we that this can't be a well, man. I can't wait to get to the playoffs next year to have that 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 atmosphere. You know, we we need this all the time. We need this every game. Um, you know, I don't know if there's anybody that was at that game that could say they didn't have a good time. I mean, the parking lot was just going all day long. I mean, tailgates, parties. There was people out there selling tickets. I mean, it, it was it was just it was it was something that I've dreamed about, and uh, it's it really gives you a lot of a lot of energy here. Just can't wait till to get the next year. <laughs> can't get to, can't get to the next season quick enough here because we we just got to keep pushing, and uh, you know that's the type of atmosphere we need consistently at these games um, to to uh, to change to change the, the the soccer. I mean, that's what we need. Yeah, I mean the, the I, it, it was almost you know. Granted, it was cold, but that wasn't why. But I mean, you'd get chills standing at the front of the Steel Army and sort of looking up at the new stands and seeing them completely packed and everybody on their feet and screaming and yelling and the grandstand. It looked, was getting it looked into it. great on the TV. Too. <laughs> it looked really good to see it full and back all of that. It was. It looked great. And you had the grandstand was. Yeah. Ye- they were yelling at the refs, and I mean, it was just. Yeah, it, it was amazing. But so so, it was it was an incredible event. Um, like you said, it was a shame we lose. And you mentioned, you know, obviously Louisville got the, the, the win for the second year in the row. How, how in your mind, how did the Hounds take that next step? How, how do we become, I mean, cause we took a huge step from last year to this year where now I think the expectations are just that, you know, we've talked about it. When you look at the Eastern conference, you have, you know, Louisville, and really, based on sort of numbers and consistency, it's hard to not make an argument for the Hounds to be in the top three, four, um, heading into next season. So in your mind, have you guys had discussions about sort of, you know, how we take that next step and, and maybe we do end up in the finals next year? And have you guys sort of set any goals this offseason that you can sort of share things that you're trying to get done before 2019? Oh, well, absolutely. I mean, the, you know, the goals, the goal I can tell you right now is goals to win the championship. I mean, that's, that's, that's your goal every year, but you know, that, that before it might've been more of a dream. Now it's a goal. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you right now, Pittsburgh's going to win a championship. I'm not going to tell you it's going to be next year, but I'm going to tell you right now, there will be a championship in Pittsburgh. I hope it's next year, and that's going to be the goal. And that is the goal. Um, we have to uh, we have to make changes. Anybody and everybody that really wants to put their you know thought into it, you have to make changes with the team. Um, we have a great foundation, um, but the league's not going to get any worse next year. And anybody thinks it is, it's crazy. The league's going to get better, and it's going to get better every year. We weren't good enough this year to win it. We played well enough, but we weren't good enough in the end. So we have to we have to get better, and we're going to have to make changes. And I'm sure, you know, when changes start happening, people will scratch their heads and they'll have their opinions that, uh, you know, we didn't win it this year. I feel, I feel like we're gonna enough. have we're, we're gonna have like three podcasts just dissecting that last. <laughs> episode. You gave us a lot of content there to talk about. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no, there, there, there's we, we, you know, we every well, we have an option on every player, uh, and there's you know we're gonna make cuts. It's, it's obvious. I mean, it's it's a no-brainer. You have to you have to make changes because we. You know, we didn't finish well enough this year. Uh, we have a good foundation of players coming back. Um, and I think uh, probably starting tomorrow, you better you know, follow Twitter pretty heavy because uh, I'm sure you'll, <laughs> you'll start to see stuff tomorrow. But, uh, uh, yeah, it's uh, there's going to be changes. And we're going to have a better team this year. 
because we have to because the league's going to be better. I, I was going to ask, you know, like the season just ended this weekend. How soon can we start hearing stuff? But it sounds like you guys aren't waiting at all. Tomorrow, that's that's we're pretty not early. Waiting. Yeah, we're, we're not we're not waiting. Yeah, we're in, he he. he uh, I'll tell you right now, he did not take a day off. He did not take a day off. He is. He's been. <laughs> there's nobody more disappointed than Bob's a special guy. He's a special coach, and uh, he's here with one thing on his mind. And he's I was going to say, if, if, he, if, if you would have told me that he was still at the Highmark Field talking to the players after the Bethlehem game, I would have believed you. Because, like, that's just, that's, it, yeah, it definitely seems like the kind of guy he is. I mean, you, you mentioned it uh, a bit briefly already, but so next year the USL um, becomes the USL Championship with the rebrand. Um, we've seen a lot of the old guard teams choose kind of to drop down to usl league one along with a lot of other teams um i'm guessing it hasn't ever really crossed your mind to do something similar with the hounds um but maybe could you just talk a little bit about um uh, your involvement and your perspective from an owner um how the kind of you know how the structure of the usl is changing and what that might mean for as you said like the competition levels and all that kind of stuff Nah, it didn't even cross my mind. I mean, no, that's 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 not even in my thought process. Uh, no, I mean, you, you never. I mean, you sit. I can't even imagine sitting dwelling on going backwards. I mean, we're we're looking. <laughs> I'm looking to go to. <laughs> I'm looking to go up, not down. Uh, yeah, I, I would have been shocked. Would have said it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, you, you know, but that that's 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 a process yet, but. You know, we we got. I think we built a good foundation this year on a five, six, seven year plan. You know, I mean, you you have to you have to establish yourself, and and I think people now, you know, before the attitude was, well, you go to Pittsburgh, uh, you get a win. You know, they're coming here. That's that's three point. You know, now I think Pittsburgh's a respected team throughout the league now, and I know we are. Because if anybody takes us lightly, they're going to be in trouble. Uh, yeah, I mean, so I think it's a whole different mindset with all the teams in the USL, everywhere, every team. I don't think any team will take us lightly now, and uh, you know we're uh, we're looking to continue. You know we're gonna we're gonna win a championship here, um, and then we're gonna see where it takes us, but. You know, it's not down to D three or D two or D three or four or wherever wherever these other guys are choosing to go. Yeah. Um, well, so yeah. So why do you think the club has been able to continue to grow and adapt with the USL, where other teams maybe haven't or, or have struggled to do so? Um, I mean, I think you know, for me, one of the big things I mentioned um, at the kind of our end of the season wrap up was, yeah. I mean, it was. I think with the, with the likes of. Bob and maybe the the talent level of some of the players that we have maybe the team as a whole you can maybe make the argument that you know maybe first round of the playoffs was an average or expected place for for the level that they're capable of but from from a club perspective I think you know it was kind of undeniable you know the club has made great strides over the over the course of 2018 so yeah, I guess why do you why do you think the club has has been able to continue to grow and adapt with the ever changing kind of you know U.S. soccer system and USL where where other teams have struggled? Well, you just got to continue to uh, you just got to continue to push forward. Um, you know, on on the pro side, the winning, the uh, the partners, the you know to the Steel Army. I mean, we we gotta you know we gotta continue to to push to grow it. I mean, we can't do it on our own. We need, we need you guys. We need the steel army. We need, you know, we got to challenge, I got to challenge the steel army to grow their numbers. We, I want that. I want that. I, I built that end down there, that, that, that section up to, to be filled up. You know, I'm hoping, you know, the steel army can get the thing filled every game. But, uh, you know, I think as far as, you know, we, we keep continuing to build the Academy. Uh, we're expanding there. Um, we're getting out into the communities more, as you've mentioned. You, you know, we're we're out there. We're promoting more. We're 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 
getting deeper into the, the, the communities and the partner clubs with our academy and we're growing the, the numbers of our, the kids in our academy is just exploding. Um, you know, we, we've got an East Academy now that, you know, we, we thought we would, uh, you know, just try it out this year, dabble and put a couple teams in. And I think the first day there was four or 500 kids that come out to try out. It was crazy. We were expecting, you know, hundred, 150 maybe and I, I think there was four or 500 it's just it's but you gotta at the same time we gotta we gotta keep it under control you know i think we're doing the right things you know we have a lot of partner clubs that we're we're sending the players in and we're training and that's what we want to do i mean we we want to try to we, i would love to get rid of this divide you know and and i don't know if it'll ever happen happen um you know the animosity between clubs and because this is it's all about the kids on on the academy side and and training them and and uh doing what's best for the kids and and at some point hopefully everybody will, will unite together and for the game uh so that that's we're just going to keep doing what we're doing because i think we're on a path that's working are we going to make mistakes yeah but I think we're going to do more good than bad and we'll just keep on this path that we're on right now and, uh, and, and see where it takes us because I, I it's, it's working right now. So we're, I don't, don't, don't fix it if it isn't broke, you know, so we're, we're going to continue doing what we're doing and, uh, and then just keep growing. Yeah. You'll, you'll be happy to know. I don't know how much of this, uh, sort of feedback you get directly, but, um, I was at my in-laws this past weekend and they are like blue collar salt of the earth type people. You know, it's all pirates and Steelers, everything. And, uh, all season long, they'd comment on, Oh, we saw the hounds in the paper and like we were reading about it. And then my brother-in-law, who's the same way just on Sunday, he was like, you know, I think I might enjoy coming out to one of those games, you know, down at Heimer, we'll go sit with the steel army. And I said, I, I will get you some tickets, my man. Like we're, we're going to make this happen. <laughs> so there, there are people who otherwise would never take interest that are starting to perk up and take interest. So like you said, well, you know, it's so funny. I, I was in Atlanta two weeks ago and I was walking through, uh, the convention center there and, uh, an officer, uh, grabbed me by the arm i was like you know it's like startling <laughs> he grabbed me by the arm and he was like new he said new era unleashed huh like, i'm in atlanta like, yeah yeah he said yeah the hounds i'm like oh yeah he said well here he was you know he was from uh he was originally from pittsburgh but he uh you know he's a diehard follower down there in atlanta so that was really that was really cool i thought that uh but it is. It's 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 everywhere right now, and you know it's it it feels so good. Cause like you say, I mean, there's people that you know there's watch parties going on in Connellsville. I mean, yeah, it's my hometown, but I can tell you right now, two years ago, to go into you know some of the the redneck bars around here and see soccer games on, see Riverhound games on, you know, you it wouldn't even be. You would never even think about it, but then, and then there's people following it. I mean, there's people walking in, and hey, is the game going to be on? And it's 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 really it's and hey, the watch parties down down on the south side. I mean, it's 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 getting contagious, and that's good because that's what we need. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and you know, I think I think we sort of look back and talk about all. Like now, I'm just itching for tomorrow since you sort of tease that there's something dropping tomorrow but let's let's talk a little bit about sunday so on sunday we have the piece on the pitch event um you know obviously there i think they, they were saying 64 teams um you know we're gonna have a team there so we're gonna be there playing in the cold it's gonna be so much fun how did all of that come together and, and what kind of response have you seen from the community just towards the hounds because of of sort of the initiative to do the event Oh, it, it, it's well. I don't know exactly. You know, it's we're, we're like everybody. I mean, when when the when it, this first happened, I mean, everybody was just you know the devastation and and it's just like what can you do to help? You know, and it's not about 
not about money. It's 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 just it's it's such a tragedy that that this country has come to this, and and then in our own city. But you know, to see people pulling together like this in Pittsburgh is just and I don't take us wrong. If there is any positive that's come out of anything, I know there's nothing positive about it, but to see how people have come together and, and, and care about each other. Um, and, and it's just not us. It's the, you know, it's all the sports teams, the pirates, the Steelers, penguins, um, you know, everybody wants to do their part and, and just try to help heal the pain. Um, and just to get everybody down there and, 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 and try to have some fun and, and just get together and, you know, hopefully people are making new friends and, and just, just, just to, I don't know. I don't even know how to say it, but I think that, that, that was our whole intent. It's, you know, and then, and then, Hey, raise some money that'll hopefully help, help in some way, shape or form. Um, but just to get everybody together and, and try to get together and have a good time and, and make, like I said, try to make some new friends and, yeah, that was the whole goal here, and uh, just some, you know, we the, the team, everybody got together and said, "Listen, what what can we do?" And you know, and I don't know who exactly which person thought about this, or you know, come up with the you know the piece on the pitch um, name. But uh, then once it got come up, then everybody just jumped on the bandwagon. Hey, let's do this, let's do this, let's do this, and then it just started snowballing and. And, you know, everybody started jumping. And they're still, I mean, there's, it's just, I, I didn't even get the report today. It's just getting so, which is so cool. It's just getting so big. It's going to be, it's going to be a great event. Yeah, no doubt. And and it it was amazing when it came out. And I think everybody all around the league, you know, I, the response that we got after we sort of retweeted it was just everyone were like, this, this is amazing. Like, this is a fantastic idea. Um, and and it, it sort of cements, I mean, Obviously, you, you mentioned about the tragedy and everything like that, but we just sort of had the Whippeal Championships at Highmark Stadium. Now we're following it up with something like this. It's starting to make Highmark feel not just like the home of the Riverhounds, but really sort of the the soccer community's home in Pittsburgh. Um, and and I, I just think it's, it's a fantastic thing. Um, I think it's a fantastic thing for the organization, the city, just everybody to sort of have this place that you can sort of point to and know that, you know, you're not getting opportunities like this at PNC Park or at Heinz Field or at PPG Paints Arena. Like, you don't get to go down on the ice or think. Literally, you guys are open the doors and say, come play on our field, which is just, it's an awesome, awesome event. Um, hoping you guys raise just a ton of money. We're going to do our part to just plug the heck out of it and uh, and have a lot of fun. And so, you know, kudos to you guys for putting this together. I think it's going to be fantastic. Um, Tuffy, we could yeah, sit, we could, we could sit here and talk all night. Um, but uh, I want to be respectful of your time. You've already dropped some bombshells already. Um, but uh, as always, man, we, we appreciate you and everything that you did this season. I know you took sort of the loss in the playoffs really hard, but uh, you know, you, you personally, I know have done so much over the past season to sort of get us to where we are. And I know it's just going to continue. So, you know, from a fan, thank you so much for all that you've done. We are going to be watching anxiously this off season to sort of see what comes and uh, you know, maybe we'll get you back in here in the preseason to sort of get your thoughts on everything that went down. And uh, as we head into 2019. Well, hey, I really appreciate it, guys. Anytime, uh, you know, you got my number, so anytime you uh, you want to get together and, and talk, it's, uh, I really appreciate you guys. I mean, because without you guys, I mean, we, we would be, we wouldn't be anywhere. I mean, you guys, the, the fans, the, the supporters, the the partners, I mean, it, it, this is a this is a group effort. This isn't a, a toughy effort. This is a group effort, and uh, without without everybody behind this thing, uh, it wouldn't be going the direction it's going. So, we'll uh, you guys keep pushing. I'll keep steering, and uh, we're gonna. This thing's gonna be something special here, sooner than later. Sounds great, Tuffy. Have a good night. All right, thanks, guys. Thanks.
So, Kev, there were a few things that Tuffy said there that when I looked at you, your eyes got really big. I think, first of all, we are officially on TuffCon 1, because he basically said, like, there is, there is news. Did you just come up with that? No, that's no, what the Steel no, Army no, that's is. Steel Army oh, okay, that's great. That's it's really TuffCon nice. 1. Um, he said, keep an eye on Twitter tomorrow, because, like, stuff's getting announced. Um, and it didn't sound like it was little stuff either. It sounded like it was big stuff. So... Yeah, I, I, I don't I don't know. I mean, Kev, what what was your what was your takeaway from that conversation? Oh, obviously, a lot of really positive stuff. I won't go into like specific details of it. I feel like I still need to kind of I don't know let it let it soak in, let it marinate. But I mean, just as a general note, I think it's um, you know I I appreciate as a fan of a soccer club. I think I think it's important to have you know the owners of the club be transparent enough and open enough and willing enough to communicate with the fan base. Um, and, and I just appreciate that, you know, Tuffy's willing to do that. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I, I would, I would want to see more of this like around us soccer and all that kind of stuff. Um, so I just, it, it's nice to have the opportunity to actually have an open dialogue, uh, with him to, to kind of, you know, on, on some level, obviously not on every level, but on some level, get an idea of, of where the club's heading and the intentions and all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, it's 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 nice to it's nice to hear, you know, like the owner come out and say like, no, like going down to League One was never a consideration. Like, and it's like I think a lot of us would have guessed that already, but but to be able to kind of put a stamp of approval on it and say, okay, like th- there's some transparency there. I mean, it's. For some for some bigger issues like that, it's always just nice to hear um, the words you know come out of the owner's mouth for it. The level of confidence when he said, "We're gonna win a championship," like his voice sort of deepened a little bit, and it was just like, uh, "Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, we're gonna win a championship." Yeah, <laughs> championship, no, we will. Yeah, championship, championship. yeah. It literally, it was just like, uh, "Yep, yep, yes, we will." Yeah, like not that I ever doubted it, but like to hear him say it, like you could you could feel the level of commitment just through his voice that like come hell or high water this team is gonna win a championship and he's gonna be a part of it so um yeah no as always huge thanks to tuffy for dropping by and uh you know we always enjoy talking to him um we mentioned at the end of that conversation about the piece on the pitch event um it is this sunday from 12 to 4 uh you know so much stuff going on um excuse me we will be there. We have a team. Um, I'm playing. Laura Ellen will be there. She's playing. Matt Geica is playing with us, uh, play-by-play guy. Jeffrey Fowler, who writes for BGN Written, is playing with us. We got some special edition um, Mongols kits. So they are blue, um, blue and white to sort of show solidarity with both the Jewish community and the first responders. Um, so if you are there, look out for us. It looks like it's not going to be a tournament-style format they're reiterating that everything is a friendly. So they're going to try to pack as many friendlies as they can into a four hour span. And I think each game is going to be 15 to 20 minutes. So we may get one game. We may get six games. I don't know, but it's, it's ultimately just going to be a ton of fun. Everybody's going to be there just hanging out, having a blast. The steel army has a team as well. Um, it's free to get in, but all money from concessions and uh, merchandise and parking and everything all of that money gets donated um to the uh to the to the jewish community um in light of everything that happened it's just yeah as we said it's it's a great event um wqd is going to have a charitable table for giveaways uh just so much going on so if you know if you got nothing going on sunday make sure you get down the highmark stadium because even if you're not playing it's it's going to be cold, but that's all the more reason to buy some more hot chocolate and support everybody and just have a lot of fun and, and hang out. So, yeah, it's going to be a blast. Um, yeah, I – oh, man. Like, I'm, I'm drained. Like, I feel like I need to go to bed. Like, I'm just like <laughs> – after everything that just happened. Whew. Can we make fun of Cincy real fast? Yeah, go ahead. Go for it. Uh, I, I was going to mention it, but I forgot. Go for it. <laughs> Uh, their new crest just got revealed officially. It got leaked like last week, and everyone saw yeah. it and already knew what was going to happen. But it got officially released today, and uh, it, it was glorious because it had like this cheesy crest reveal like everyone does. Like We even did it, so I can't really dog on too much. But one of my favorite things about that crest reveal was it points to the crown on the lion, and it's like, to represent the queen city, 
it's on a male lion. Like it's not, like, it's not a crown for a queen. It's on a lion with a mane. It's not a queen. Ah, just made me laugh so hard. <laughs> it's like so. It's trying so hard. I mean, honestly, like looking at it, it felt like like a knockoff version of their current crest. Like I was yeah. expecting, like if you're gonna do it, like do something. And everyone has talked. Everybody since he's talked about sort of the the wonky like lion thing and how they were hoping to get. No, they kept that. Yeah. And they kept pretty much everything else about it, and they just sort of like took the the few pieces that were in the crest and just sort of moved them around a little bit, and boom, there's your new it's crest. It's a step down. I feel like their old crest I do. was actually better. It was I actually agree. a better design crest. This one is lamer looking. It's it's simplified way too much, and it just looks bad. So yeah. that made me, uh, eh, okay, it made me happy. Not going to lie. <laughs> what else made me happy was that they announced that Jimmy McLaughlin is signed for them for their MLS team, which means there is no chance of him coming to Pittsburgh, which I am, like, thrilled. Not not that I don't care about him coming to play against Pittsburgh. I didn't want him in a Riverhounds kit. So, like, the fact that gotcha. that can't happen, that's okay by me. Um, so, yeah. So, just tons of stuff going on. Again, huge thanks to Tuffy for stopping by. Um, we need to figure out what our schedule is going to be like here because, you know, we went one week and we all feel rusty. So I feel like we have to just keep going. We'll find something to talk about. Um, maybe we'll record some from the event on Sunday and we can play some of that and we'll talk about that a little bit. That could be fun. And maybe we'll see who else is around and maybe we'll get somebody else on to talk about this season or next season. Or maybe we'll talk about whatever this news is that Tuffy's dropping tomorrow. Um, I feel like there will be news to talk about. I feel like we're going to be just fine. Yeah, I think it'll be all right. So we'll figure it out. Um, but I think that's pretty much it for this one. Guys, it was it was good to talk to you again. Um, and, uh, yeah, let's wrap it up. Thanks to our sponsor, Roughneck Scarves, official scarf supplier to MLS, USL, and US Soccer. Get custom scarves for your group or team at roughneckscarves.com. If you're looking for more great USL news, head over to uslnews.com. Check out all the great articles and podcasts that are there as part of the BGN family. Um, I meant to mention this. Brandon Miller, who is the keeper for uh, the Independence, has a show, The Last Line Soccer Podcast. He just interviewed Dan Lind to talk about um, what it was like. I guess Dan Lind almost wasn't even drafted out of high school and to basically get called up and, and, and almost have no minutes to go to being one of the best keepers in the USL. And so it's a great episode. Go listen to that as well. There's just tons of content out there. If you go to riverhounds.bgn.fm, you'll find anything that BGN puts out about the Riverhounds there. So that show is there. Laura Ellen show is there. Our show is there. Anything that Jeffrey writes is there. It's all there. It's great stuff. So go check that out. Riverhounds.bgn.fm. You can follow us on Twitter at Mongols and at WoMongols. Email us at Mongols at BGN.fm. Head over to iTunes, subscribe to the show, leave us a review. Otherwise, let us know what you thought about this one. Thanks, everybody. We will talk to you very, very soon. Cheers. Later.